BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc.com. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed and take your insurance and are available when you need them to treat almost any condition under the sun. I just downloaded the app myself. I was so impressed by how many doctors, all different kinds, and dentists there were that were not only close to me, but took my insurance. And the thing is, is I think there are so many of us who, when we have a health problem, we go straight to our friends in the group chat. And our friends are amazing and reliable, but we are unlikely to find quality information in the group chat when it comes to health. So with ZocDoc.com, there are thousands of medical professionals that are there to help you and they will listen to you like a friend and give you the expert care that you need and deserve. With ZocDoc, there's no more doctor roulette. So we're not scouring the internet for our questions. With ZocDoc, we have a trusted guide to connect us to our favorite doctors that we just haven't met yet. There are millions of people who use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedules just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash instincts, ZocDoc.com slash instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. Today, I am so excited for our guest, Jessie Inchowski, but you may know her as the glucose goddess. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So really quick, just in case anyone isn't familiar with the language, can you explain what glucose is and what it means to have a spike in glucose? Yes. So glucose is your body's favorite source of energy, right? Every single cell in your body uses it for energy. So it's very important. And as humans, the main way we get it is by eating foods, specifically by eating carbs, so starches and sugars. And while a little bit of glucose is good, too much glucose causes problems. So when you eat too much glucose at once and when you deliver too much glucose to your body at once, that's what's called experiencing a glucose spike. So after a meal, the amount of glucose in your body increases really rapidly and then it crashes. That's a spike. And what does that feel like in the body? So the most common symptoms that you're experiencing glucose spikes is having cravings throughout the day and feeling chronically fatigued. 
So your energy, instead of being nice and steady, you just feel kind of sluggish, you know, you need coffee to get through the day. And then depending on your body and your medical background, you may get a whole bunch of other things from acne and psoriasis to brain fog, to poor sleep, to fertility problems. And then long-term, the more spikes you have, the more likely you're going to get type 2 diabetes. Got it. Thank you for that very good, just quick introduction, because I think that people are hearing that all over the place. And sometimes it's just helpful to go back to the basics. Totally. So you have a new book coming out, The Glucose Goddess Method. And I was wondering if you could walk us through what The Glucose Goddess Method is. Absolutely. My pleasure. So The Glucose Goddess Method is a four-week, four-step plan that helps you incorporate four very important glucose hacks into your life, all signs back. And at the end of the method, you cut your cravings, you have more energy, you help your hormones, you help your skin, your sleep. You prevent long-term disease, you help your brain. So it goes like this. Week one, savory breakfast. Week two, vinegar. Week three, veggie starter. And week four, movement. Interesting. So I've obviously seen your Instagram and your Instagram, if, for anyone that hasn't seen, it is so cool because it is so science-backed. You talk a lot about food combining. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really interesting. And I wanted to talk a little more about that because for you and the thing that I love and the thing that you promote on Instagram and on social in general is that like you do eat ice cream. It's not like you don't have carbs or sweets or anything, but for you, when those come into play in the meal does matter to you. And I was wondering if you could walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So you're right. You know, I teach people how to balance their blood sugar in a way that's not restricted, where it doesn't cut out carbs mm -hmm. or starches and sugars, because balancing your blood sugar is really important and foundational to your health, physical and mental, but you still want to eat the stuff you love, right? So I teach people these science-based hacks. And one good example is the combining of the carbs. So I have this hack called put clothing on your carbs. Mm. That means, yeah, that means don't eat your carbs naked. So when you're eating something starchy, like pasta, bread, potatoes, rice, so when you're eating something sweet, like, I don't know, your favorite chocolate cake or even a piece of fruit, don't eat them on their own. Think of adding some protein, fat, or fiber to them. And as you do so, you will reduce the glucose spike they create. So for example, if you want some bread, instead of having it naked, have it with some avocado with some salmon, with some cheese. If you want to have that chocolate cake you love, maybe add like a handful of almonds or have it with a little bit of a Greek yogurt. So that's the concept. And it's one of the many hacks that I share. I love that. Yeah, it's so funny because, you know, I think that there are these things that we know in theory, you know, adding fiber and fat and protein to your carbs. But I think thinking of it like that, especially with everything else that you're talking about is so helpful. There's another hack, which is having your veggies first, which is kind of in the same family. Mm. So this is the concept that we know from a scientific standpoint that when you have veggies at the beginning of a meal, the fiber that they contain helps prevent too much of a glucose spike happening afterwards because the fiber at the beginning of a meal coats your upper intestine and makes this like viscous intestinal wall mesh. And that's super protective. So if you do nothing else, what you can do is switch kind of the order in which you're eating your food. 
start with the veggies and you'll see an improvement in your blood sugar. It makes sense because that's how it's served in restaurants and that's how we've been doing it for years. But I think that when we're making food at home, it's one of those things that we're not thinking about eating almost like you would order at a restaurant. But it actually, oftentimes I feel like the thing that feels really good ends up being the thing that's really good for us. Completely. And by the way, like all these hacks that I share, and now they're all science-based and we understand how they work in the body. But for a lot of these, they've been done for generations. You know, culturally, we've known these things. Like we've known about the food combining. There are so many different examples in different cultures. And as you said, the veggies first is something that's been done for a very long time. Like in France, we have this concept of crudité, which means raw veggies at the beginning of a meal. So that actually has a positive effect on our glucose, but we only know now exactly how it works with the body. Exactly. So you talk a lot about savory breakfasts, and I would love to know what your favorites are. My favorite savory breakfast. Well, I think my favorite savory breakfast is leftovers. (laughs) So having dinner leftovers for breakfast. And otherwise, I have a wonderful two egg omelet with feta and tomatoes. That's kind of one of my go-tos. Uh, in my book, I also have this recipe for what I called happy halloumi. So that's halloumi slices and some spinach. It's super, super good. Uh, and I love also making like big batches of breakfast food. Mm. So I'll make like some egg bites. So I'll make like a chickpea stew that I mm. reheat in the morning with a bit of yogurt. I mean, I could go on and on. I love savory breakfast. And the idea behind them is that when we have a breakfast that doesn't contain sugar, you're able to keep your glucose levels much steadier in the morning. And that really balances out your craving and your hunger for the whole day. It's like, it's, it's foundational. And that's why in my new book, that's what we focus on in week one. Like you make sure breakfast is set. I love that you said that you love leftovers so much because I think especially you are in France. And I think we think, I think sometimes people think of leftovers as kind of sad, but I get so excited about something special that you've made like cook once, eat twice or thrice or four times. What else do you prep ahead of time? You know, not that much. I just keep always some eggs, some hummus, some lemon and some Parmesan in my fridge because I love, love, love Mm. Parmesan. What I do prep ahead of time is some veggies. So I love like roasting like cauliflower and broccoli and keeping that in my fridge for a few days and having those before my meal as a veggie starter. Uh, but other than that, like I kind of love cooking on the go and I make really simple food that takes, you know, five minutes to reheat. So it's not not a big endeavor, but uh, I use the hacks and that's helped me so much, you know, understand like nice principles around which to organize my cooking that are easy and make me feel so good. I think that that's kind of the point, right? Like the easier it is, the more likely we are. to, Yeah, the more likely we are to keep going. And I think that we've talked about it a ton on this show, how nice it is. You know, everyone thinks about meal prep and, you know, that feels like a very involved endeavor. And then you're eating the same thing day after day. But I feel like what you kind of said and what we talk about a lot here is meal assembly. So having a couple things that are kind of ready to go-ish that you could kind of throw together in a matter of 20 minutes or less. Completely agree. I'll sort of have like some spinach in your fridge. You know, you can have some flaked salmon. You can, I mean, just assembling, I love, right? All meals don't have to be cooked. You could just literally open your fridge and be like, okay, let me make this big, cool salad. Maybe reheat some rice and call yeah, it a day. exactly. So do you make your salmon ahead of time or you'll just pop it in while you're at home? I'll pop it in or I'll have some smoked salmon. Oh. I'm all for like things you don't have to cook. Right, I love so that. So in the morning... In the morning, you know, a nice slice of toast with some salmon, some avocado, and done. 
Yeah. I think it's so helpful to know that you do, I think especially because of what you do and the way you talk about it, that you do eat like very balanced meals. I think that people at home, when they hear these trends or they hear, you know, people intermittent fasting or eating one specific way, they think that they need to go so tunnel vision on that one thing. And then it winds up being so extreme that it's actually ends up not being sustainable. I like the sentence of like, don't minor in the majors. You know, like you can fast and take the supplements and do all this crazy stuff, but actually like go back to the basics as well. You know, have a savory breakfast, have some veggies before your meals, like don't eat your carbs naked, move a little bit during the day. And that actually gets you a really long way. And so avoid bypassing those, you know, because really they're their foundation. Yeah. And those are the things I feel like, especially in France and Europe, and those are just the things that have been keeping people healthy for centuries, but without really focusing too much on the actual restrictive nature of anything. And so I think the reality is, is you're like, eat what you want, but try and think about it in these ways. I know that for myself, I used to work in a hospital and I taught a lot of people how to eat for insulin. And what I realized was that all these diabetics, most people would benefit from eating as if they did have diabetes, which means, you know, just in terms of paying attention to where the carbs are coming in and blood sugar, it doesn't mean that you can't have carbs. In fact, I I don't recommend that at all. But just thinking about the way blood sugar affects our bodies and how we can kind of play around with, like you were saying, how it all pairs together to give us a more balanced blood sugar curve. Totally. And, you know, for a long time, we all believed that only if you had diabetes, you needed to worry about your glucose levels. But science is showing us over and over again that even if you don't have diabetes, you know, erratic glucose levels can lead to so many symptoms, you know, from brain fog to PCOS to poor sleep to mood imbalances to acne, eczema. Like, it's something to pay attention to, even if you're not medically diagnosed with um, a glucose condition. Yeah. And that's really been the basis of my work, like teaching people all these tips and tricks to feel good physically and mentally, and also to prevent diabetes, which should be a priority considering how prevalent it's becoming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that and keeping all those things in mind, how do you feel about, you know, a lot of people are wearing those glucose monitors. What are your thoughts on those? Well, I think like if you're interested, it's cool. It's interesting. For me, that's the way I got into this topic, like wearing a glucose monitor really showed me some crazy stuff in terms of the impact of glucose on my mental health. But now the stuff I teach people, like you don't need a glucose monitor in order to feel the effects of it. And if you do decide to wear a glucose monitor, make sure you have enough context and education because it can be a little bit overwhelming. I know. So, you know, scroll through my Instagram, like have a look at my books so you can learn things because it can be a little bit intense to try to interpret all that data. There's a lot of variables going on, you know. So it's that's, not a prerequisite, but if you have one, that's fine. But just make sure you have the education. I completely agree. I think that, you know, when there's a ton of data available to you, you can wind up getting a little obsessive about the numbers. I think it can be kind of cool and instructive maybe really early on. But I do think that it can tend to, you know, I think so many of us want to like gamify our health with like the aura ring and all these other things. Some people are really interested and ask me all the time about the glucose monitors. And I think it can be really interesting, but I completely agree with what you're saying, which is make sure that you understand what the actual data is. And if you're someone that's going to get overwhelmed or kind of focus too much on the numbers, maybe not for you. Absolutely. And also, you know, when you start using the hacks and balancing your glucose levels, 
you also feel better. You know, you have more energy, your brain is fewer, fewer cravings. So that can also be a way of checking in with your body and seeing how it's impacting your health. You know, you actually feel the difference. So you don't necessarily need the device to tell you you're feeling better. Right. Exactly. Kind of looking inward for those cues, which I think is so important. Yeah. The last thing I want to talk to you about, just because it is so topical right now, is Ozempic. So Ozempic is at its core a medication for people with diabetes that does a few different things. Like one, it really suppresses your hunger. So you're just not really hungry anymore. So it's much easier to drastically reduce how much you're eating. And two, it forces your body into fat burning and keeping your glucose levels low. The thing is, like, if you're using it for weight loss, once you stop taking it, it's not like you learn these new habits that are going to help you, you know, lead a healthier life. For some people, it's really helpful, of course, if they have, like, you know, medical conditions. But for most of us, like, we need to learn how to actually eat because you don't want to take a medication for the rest of your life to just reduce your weight. I mean, it goes really against my philosophy, of course. Um, And I'm going to be interested to see the rebound effect. Like once people get off it, what happens, right? Well, a lot of people are gaining a lot of it back because if you're losing weight without having to make any changes, it's doing the opposite in terms of reinforcing these healthy habits. Yeah. So it's an Ozempic or not Ozempic. Even if you're on it, you actually actually need to learn these principles of how to keep your glucose levels steady. So to me, it applies to everybody. And, you know, these kind of fads, they, they come and they go, but realistically, all human beings have glucose levels and we all need to learn to manage it. So that's kind of where I stand on it. I love that because at the end of the day, some people are going to take it. Some people aren't. It's really not up to us to say, here are some concerns. Here are some things that can be really helpful. But at the end of the day, it is so important to have that knowledge piece of how to balance blood sugar. And so I think this is so helpful. And I think your book Mm -hmm. is going to absolutely crush. Thank you. I'm so excited about it. Really, it's Mm -hmm. like the reason I, I wrote it is because so many people were messaging me and saying, Jesse, like I get the science, I understand the hacks, but I need you to help me actually do them. Yeah. So this book is basically the concept is it's me moving in with you for four weeks. Wow. And helping you actually do the glucose hacks day by day, week by week, recipe by recipe. So I'm very excited about it. I love it because you really do have a balanced approach. And I think that you have a really healthy relationship with food. And I really appreciate that because there's a ton of information out there and there's a ton of people out there talking about a ton of different things. And I think that you are a voice that we can trust and listen to. And I love that. When is your book coming out? May 2nd. Okay. Wherever books are sold. Absolutely. Yeah. The Glucose Goddess Method, anywhere books are sold. If you can support local bookstores, I'm all for it. Bookshop.org. That's a good place to buy them. I love that. Thank you so much. I'm really, really excited for you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts. Hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Today's episode is brought to you by ZocDoc.com. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed and take your insurance and are available when you need them to treat almost any condition under the sun. 
I just downloaded the app myself. I was so impressed by how many doctors, all different kinds and dentists there were that were not only close to me, but took my insurance. And the thing is, is I think there are so many of us who, when we have a health problem, we go straight to our friends in the group chat and our friends are amazing and reliable, but we are unlikely to find quality information in the group chat when it comes to health. So with ZocDoc.com, there are thousands of medical professionals that are there to help you and they will listen to you like a friend and give you the expert care that you need and deserve. With ZocDoc, there's no more doctor roulette. So we're not scouring the internet for our questions. With ZocDoc, we have a trusted guide to connect us to our favorite doctors that we just haven't met yet. There are millions of people who use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedules just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free and then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash instincts, ZocDoc.com slash instincts.